Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have Callie Rogers. She's the founder of Blush Online Life Coaching and is known as a life coach for female millennials. But in today's podcast, we're talking all about Pinterest. Yes. And I'm really excited because the way that Callie breaks down her Pinterest strategies today is super doable, stress-free, fun, and easy for any small business owner that's even got like a tiny bit of content. So you can take that and push it out on Pinterest and increase your traffic, increase your sales, increase your clients and customers. And she really breaks it down in a way that's like, you can go ahead and start doing this today. You don't need to have like a Pinterest marketing degree. So whether you're using it or need to get back into using it like we do, then I hope this episode gives you some good ideas. Hey, Callie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Well, I'm excited for selfish reasons to have you here because Pinterest is like how we got started. Uh And then we ignored it for a couple of years. Now we're like ready to get back into it. And I know a lot of people... I feel like a lot of people have gone through the same cycle where when they first started their online business, they utilize Pinterest to like do all the research and like, you know, get all the content. And then somewhere along the lines, they got distracted with webinars and all the other content, other places, maybe podcasts. I hope that you're distracted by podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Uh, But I think sometimes it's good to go back to the oldie but goodie stuff, you know? And do what works because it has such a power to drive traffic and build your business. So Callie, I'd love to know a little bit of how you got started and why you started developing content in the first place. Yeah. So so I'm listening to you guys describe your relationship with Pinterest and I'm like, oh, wow. So you guys actually utilized it in the beginning. I had like one instance with Pinterest where I was like, okay, I think I'm going to take a break. Like I, I used it for personal reasons, like recipes and fashion. And then I was going to go get my hair cut. This is a true story. And I like found this photo. Oh no, no. I think my hairdresser found a photo for me. Cause I was like, oh, this is what I want. I want like a lob. I'm going to be so cute. Oh my God. Look, I'm blonde. Woo. And she <laughs> showed, she like got on Pinterest. I was like, oh my God, I was looking at Pinterest too. And she pulled up a picture of my ex-boyfriend's wife. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, you should do this. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done. You're like, turn it to the ground. I was like, hate you. one, definitely cut my hair like that because she's adorable. <laughs> but two, maybe this is a sign that like I need a break. <laughs> it was really funny. So that was my original like 
Okay, I'm done with Pinterest. And by the way, I don't even think, I don't even know if blush existed yet. Like I definitely hadn't put two and two together to use it for my business because we're not a product-based business. And so Mm -hmm. in my mind, Pinterest was so like visual and nothing about blush is visual at all. So, you know, how, what's a photo of life coaching? Like a girl smiling on a laptop. I was like, I don't know. And I have it. Like, Exactly. Like no one wants to pin that. So I didn't really understand that it could help my business. But when I first started Blush, I really didn't have any skills in terms of like being an entrepreneur other than obviously my coaching or counseling skills. And then I was like, well, how like I have to obviously get it out there. I have to show people that we kind of know what we're talking about. So I started writing just because it was cheap. It was easy for me. I hated the idea of being on camera. I hated any sort of very vulnerable way of sharing content in terms of like a visual sense. I was like, I'm not going to do that. No, No, absolutely not. So I just started writing. And I didn't even think of Pinterest as a way, again, to, to get my content out there. Again, it wasn't visual. So I started that this was back when Huffington Post was like, You're an author, you're an author. And they just was like, an author. Was an author. And like you could end up on the front page of Huffington Post as like a 22-year-old idiot who doesn't know what she's talking about. And I struck gold so many times with that. It was like nine ways that women are confident, or like, here's how to have an amazing relationship. It's you know, just like stuff that I would just yeah. think of. I had one in particular that went totally totally viral. And that was an open letter from introverts. And sometimes people are like, Oh my God, that was you. I read that. And I was like, yeah, that was me. Like two glasses of wine and just like having yeah. a good old time on my yeah. computer. And then like the next day it went viral. So to answer your question, that's how I got started with content on blush. It was just, I really just fell into it. It wasn't a thing where I was like, Oh, I'm a good writer. It was more like, this is what I can afford to do. It doesn't cost literally anything. It didn't cost anything to say, hey, Thought Catalog, can I submit this? Or hey, Elite Daily, can I like I didn't get paid for any of this stuff. It was just it was just helping, you know, drive traffic back to me. You guys, I swear it was probably like two years ago, maybe, that I discovered Pinterest. And like I've been (laughs) in business for like five or six years now. I mean, that's really how sad it was. So like, (laughs) I just think this is so funny because some people I've, you know, the internet is so small, right? And we talk about in our like own little niches and our own little online friends. And it's some zones of the internet where everyone is like, I know exactly about Pinterest and here, like I'm trying to use it. I'm just failing. And like, but here's what it could do for me. And some people are like, wait, what is that? So I just think it's so funny. Like for anyone listening who like, I feel like oftentimes we convince ourselves that we like miss the bandwagon and like we missed our opportunity to find a platform or use a platform to be successful. But I love that. Like you literally just found it not that long ago. Oh yeah. I'm, I still consider myself like a newbie to Pinterest. I was all about Instagram, which is hilarious Mm -hmm. now because now I look at Instagram. I'm like, you're dead to me. You are useless. (laughs) You don't do any, you don't provide, you don't do anything. And again, it's because I've convinced myself that blush isn't visual. Now, if I actually took the time to like build out my Instagram and put original content on there and like do the whole thing, I'm sure it would perform, but it's so time intensive to like get that started. And I've kind of art, I don't know. I've just already decided mentally. I'm like, Instagram can just like chill out for a bit because (laughs) Pinterest is such like, once you get it going, it's such little work for huge results. I mean, it was just mind boggling to me. I never had those type of results on any other social media platform, except for when my piece of content went viral, which of course, like 
You just can't plan for that. You can't plan that. Right. No, No. you can't plan that. And like, that was amazing, but it literally crashed my sight. And then (laughs) after that, you know, it fell off. And then I was like, like depressed. And then I got all the no one cares about you anymore. Right. Except for the people who still find it and like comment like mean things. They're like, you're an idiot. Why would I get coaching from you? People are the ones who still care about it. Great. Thanks. Oh, I cried the weekend that it went viral. I was like, this is terrible. I don't wish this on anyone. Everyone's mean. I hate everyone. My yeah. boyfriend at the time was like, yeah, that's the internet, sweetheart. Like, uh-huh. are you Especially just- as like an introvert where you're just like, why did I do this? Oh, yeah. I was like, I felt humiliated. But that's a whole other story. And so Pinterest <laughs> has less shame. Yeah. <laughs> People tend to be nicer. And it's also sustainable. Like it just – Because it's not yeah. an engaging platform. Like it's not – like you're not commenting. No, no. I mean, I think that I, – I don't know. They might have a feature. I think you can like comment on pins and like them. But like yeah. – that's not no the one point. does. <laughs> no, because that's that's when it clicked for me. Pinterest is not social media, right? And I thought that it was, but it's a search engine. Mm-hmm. It's I call it Google for girls. Like that's really just what it is. Like, yeah. and I thought about it. And I was like, that's so true because when I got on Pinterest, you know, back before my you know terrifying traumatic hair mm-hmm. story, it was always to find recipes, like plan yeah. your wedding, yes, or to find decor ideas. Totally. Yeah. Really DIY post. Yeah. <laughs> like the Rachel hair where you like put your hair in a million like bobby pins and it comes out amazing, but it doesn't. The like burlap wreath. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's oh, but I was like, you know what? I am searching for things. Like uh-huh. I have to be prompted. Like I have something in my mind where I'm like, oh, I'm throwing a bridal shower this weekend. I need decor. And it's like, oh, I'll go on Pinterest. But it's not like Pinterest just happens to know I'm doing that. Like I put in a keyword and then stuff comes up. And then you get into this like rabbit hole, you know, dive of, oh, this and this and this. And you end up at like motivational quotes that make you cry somehow. You know, Uh it's it's a process, (laughs) but it's still a search engine. And that's when I clicked like, oh, people are searching for things on here. I can actually perform on this, you know? Yeah. I love it because like, it's truly one, like it is a search engine, but like people go there like with an intention, like I'm coming Mm -hmm. here to find this very specific thing. And I want like, you use Google for certain things, but you use Pinterest for something and like an entirely other like crowd. And so I think it's like, as a business owner, depending on like, no matter what your content is, but like there are people coming there specifically sometimes for the very thing that you offer. Oh, absolutely. I feel like if you're talking like I have a metaphor like retail that I use, like Google is like Nordstrom. You go there, it's a department store. They have a certain amount of things you know what you're going to get. Whereas like Pinterest is like more of like the Etsy. Like there's so many different things from so many different people and everyone has their own spin on it. Because if I were to Google breakups on Google, it would be like, psychology today and it would be this probably like stiff article written by someone with a zillion backlinks who's been around since the 1800s telling you about how to you know get over your breakup but on pinterest it's all these self-help people that are like oh girl i just went through it last week and it's a little more (laughs) authentic as right and and just kind of how etsy is like you get homemade items and vintage items that to me, that's kind of how you equate it. It's more like there's space for everyone, whereas there's only space for eight people on the front page of Google. Right. Well, and I think the interesting piece is certain industries or categories tend to be more or less saturated on Pinterest. I'm not saying there isn't room for everyone because I do think there's a lot of discoverability, mm-hmm. but... 
it's just surprising what certain things are there. So like you mentioned recipes, there's a bajillion and one recipes and a bajillion and one food bloggers. Will you go there and you search weight loss and okay, sure. Some recipes will pop up, but like people talking about their body image and losing weight, it's like diet pills and ads. Like there's so much opportunity there. And uh, like you could take over that, that space on Pinterest really easily by creating quality content that fits in those keywords. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing about Pinterest, and this actually just dawned on me, is there's not really like a front page. Like you just keep scrolling yeah. and then more content appears. Whereas on Google, you know the further back you're getting. You're not clicking like, next. No, you're not clicking next. There's not like a divide of like, this is first page content. This is second page content. Right. And like in your mind, you're mentally trained of like, why wasn't this on the first page of Google, which of 100%. course has nothing to do with the content. But on Pinterest, you don't have that divide. So you're just clicking until you see something pretty that yep. speaks exactly to what you're looking for. Yep. Um, and that's why I think it's easier to break through yes. on Pinterest than it is on SEO. Yeah. So talk to us about those first like breakthrough strategies that you use. We were like, oh, hello, was Pinterest just invented today? Like, how can I actually utilize this? Absolutely. So... I quickly learned that Pinterest rewards people who uses the platform often. And of course, that makes intuitive sense. Facebook does the same thing. Instagram does the same thing. But like, I'm lazy. I'm not going to get on Pinterest every single day. Like, no way. I do. I'm not going to create. I'm not like, I'm just, I'm nope. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I was like, well, and like, also I was kind of like, well, that sucks. Like, what if I want to take a vacation and not log on? Like, mm, right. Like, can I automate it or what, what's right. happening here? So that was number one. Number two, I was thinking, well, I'm not going to create like that's a lot of content. And by I was lucky in the sense that I was uh, silly and didn't know what Pinterest was until years in because I had so much content. Right. So I just had this like arsenal of stuff that I could slap on Pinterest yeah. and I didn't have I didn't have the pressure of like I have to now you have to write. You had the, right. the first step of tackling Pinterest was done for you. Exactly. But I was like, well, one pin per blog post actually doesn't seem like a lot. Right. So I I took Melissa Griffin's course, I guess it was like two years ago. And it was actually really helpful. I'm usually not a big course person because I'm kind of like, you got to figure out what works for you. But her strategies made sense to me of, um, you know, you, you need to have, I mean, I guess this kind of works for me, but you have to have like a uniform pin. So like your pins are supposed to be branded. The funny right. thing is, is I started doing it before I t- took her course. And to this day, the like gross looking ones still perform really well because <laughs> people on Pinterest don't need perfectly branded content. Right. Like they're down for the disgusting, dirty looking right. ones that like clearly <laughs> you didn't hire anyone to do. Right. But that's like what she advises. I, I, jury's still out if you really need to do that or not. But what I found is I create like six or seven pins per blog post. Yeah. So I just have infinite amount of pins. Yeah. And then the key really is I think people were like, well, I don't want to promote other people's content because this is for me. And like, I don't, on my Instagram feed or my Facebook feed, I I don't share articles from other people or photos from other people. I'm like, really? You don't? Because you probably should. (laughs) And it's really important to do that on Pinterest because Mm -hmm. if you just share your own stuff, you're not contributing to their search engine. So you have to cross post a lot from other accounts. So I was using Board Booster to automate all this. Mm -hmm. And I would loop my content so that once I kind of like had all this stuff and I had, I think I had like 11,000 pins, like something crazy. 
Yeah. And then I would just loop them. And then Board Booster shut down. So that was great. And (laughs) I was like, Tailwind and absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. I migrated over to Tailwind and I like it a lot because what Tailwind gives you that Board Booster didn't is I would have to go on Pinterest and find a bunch of just pins that fit my stuff. Whereas on Tailwind, you have the tribes. Yep. And you actually go and you join a bunch of tribes. Some of them are stinky and don't work. And some of them are great. And it's like, you don't, I never actually get on Pinterest anymore. I just get on Tailwind to schedule pins from other people in your tribe, which is basically just a group where everyone submits their content. And then you kind of schedule the stuff that you like. And then they also just introduce looping, Mm -hmm. which really, I think it's called smart loop is what they call. Okay. Yeah. So they just introduced that. So just to like paint a picture, and this hasn't really changed since I started implementing Pinterest. I was getting like like a hundred hits a day on Blush and beforehand, and like that was still it was low traffic, but it was like pretty good targeted traffic because people mm-hmm. were finding us through Google, and it was pretty intentional. When I started using Pinterest, we went up to at least a thousand visitors a day. So I mean, it and it was almost overnight. And granted. Yeah. They don't stay for as long. Some people show up, but they're all landing on blog posts, yeah, which right. is awesome. And then, you know, another strategy that I use is I do some outbound linking for SEO. But to be honest, a lot of my blog posts are not going to show up on the first page of Google, no matter what I do. Right. And it's just like a waste of time trying to do that. So instead, I do, you know, internal links and yeah. they're littered throughout my blog so that people stay. So that they'll be like, oh, I'm going through a breakup. I found this like cute little pin that has a quote. I'm going to go to that site. I'm going to read this article. And like, oh, like there's a hyperlink to another breakup one and another and another. And then they're there forever and they can never leave. And it's Hotel California. (laughs) Right. So that's the point. Yes. I'm so. (laughs) No, you're good. Okay. So that's like my strategy and it works pretty well for me. Um, So yeah, I mean, just the results in traffic alone are pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people look at something like that and are unsure of how to get started. And I know I know when we dove in, it was just like pinning our stuff consistently. Mm-hmm. And people like to make it way more complicated than it is. Mm-hmm. But when you got started, how did you go about creating your p- seven pins per post? And did you pin them all at once? Or were you spacing that out? And what did it look like getting your content even on the platform? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I used Canva, the free version. Like yeah. I was so cheap. I didn't even pay for like the nice one. It was just <laughs> like the basic free version. And I went on Pinterest and I looked at other people's templates. And again, in the beginning, like, and if you go to my blush Pinterest page, you'll see like they stick out like the gnarly ones from the very beginning <laughs> and none of them look alike and they're all kind of a mess. But the funny thing is they perform and I yeah. still to this day don't get why. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to tell you to do that, but I would go on and I would see the pins that were performing pretty well that looked like they were obviously from, you know, some sort of branded site and they looked polished. And I think my template that I, that I did was I would go to, I don't know, some creative royalty free, like get, get a stock photo basically that was free to use for commercial use and put that on, you know, my long horizontal Canva blank thing. Right. Then put an overlay on it of one of my colors. So, you know, pink or, and when I started doing this, my brand colors were actually different. So I had to pivot again, which was so fun, (laughs) but you know, pink, black, gray, whatever it is, put an overlay on it. So it's kind of transparent. So you kind of have some like 
right off the bat, fun stuff right there. And then I would try and find the fonts that kind of correlated with my site. And from there, I would honestly take out the best quotes that I could find from my blog, um, as well as the title. And then a lot of times, I would actually use bullet points. Like a lot of times in my blogs, it'll say, 10 ways to get over a breakup. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And so the ones that actually do pretty well actually list out those 10. Hmm. And I think it's because I'm giving people enough and they're like, well, but how do you do number six? I want to read it. Yeah. Right. I want to read the whole thing. So that's how I would actually create them. They're not like if you look at them, some of them are kind of, they're not centered perfectly. Like I'm not a graphic designer. They're not perfect. I did this all myself and it took a lot of time to actually, you know, put that together. And then from there, I would schedule them. So I wouldn't just dump them all at once. I think in the very, very beginning, I probably started with like 80 pins. But after that, I would just schedule them out sporadically with other people's content. Mm -hmm. And then I have one board that's just my stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's it. It's just my stuff. And then the others are categories of things that we talk about. And that's when I put other people's content. Yeah. 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 So what are you seeing? Like, okay, so traffic is great, but traffic for traffic's sake is irrelevant. And so like, what are the other effects is specifically money wise or student wise or subscriber wise that you're seeing due to this? Oh, yeah. I mean, our lead magnets, you know, just went up like hotcakes for sure. We did get more members. So, I mean, clearly it wasn't like, well, not clearly, but it wasn't a 10x number. So it's not like I am attracting some bad traffic. No doubt. There are people that are just coming and they're like, I want to read this article and then I want to go. Or they go to the article and they're like, I don't have time for this. I want to go back to Pinterest and they leave. So my bounce rate did go up. Um, But at the same time, we did have more traction with members. And the nice thing about Blush is that it is subscription model. So when we do get one person to sign up, my lifetime value of them is pretty high. So a conversion for us is a bigger deal. So of course, we're going to have fewer than someone that it's a one-time easy purchase, free shipping, woo, right? For us, it's actually, I mean, it is a relationship that we start out with. And most of the time, I think our lifetime value right now is hovering around a thousand dollars. Um, so when someone signs up, it's like, you know, it's a big deal. And Pinterest was, was a huge marker for me because it was the first time that I felt like I had more control over my business beforehand. Mm -hmm. It was just like a, something went viral. Oh, people really like that post. Oh, this one time advertising worked, but the next one didn't. And it was just, I was still in trial and error mode. And the only thing I could really control was my content. But like, getting the right eyeballs on the content, it's still something I struggle with. Don't get me wrong. It's not like Pinterest solved every business problem I ever have and you know, ever will have. But it helped just get more eyeballs on and yeah. business is a numbers game, yeah. right? And I understand people say, well, it doesn't matter how much traffic, it's what kind. And that's true. But you can also, your chances get a lot bigger sure. when you do have more. Well, and also like for vanity's sake... And I think that this is especially more important at the beginning when we're questioning everything that we're doing. It's nice to feel like, oh, I went from 100 to 1,000 people viewing my website. Like that sometimes is the only like push you need to keep going. And eventually like those numbers begin to not matter and you begin to like care about other things and that's fine. But sometimes it's still okay to like get excited about that increase in traffic and people are actually caring about what I'm writing about if it's going to help fuel your next post or your next client or whatever. Absolutely. I mean, I think the mental boost that I got of, oh, what I'm writing about matters. And what's also great about Pinterest is sometimes like content that I wrote three years ago, just like no one read it, no one cared, it sucked. 
all of a sudden I'm getting like this resurgence of people that are like, this yeah. article is amazing. Yeah. Right. Like this is incredible. I love this. And people are reading it. And I'm like, yeah. And I like, I did that three years ago. Yeah. Like this, like people I'm benefiting off of things I did forever ago. And I didn't really have a good system in place to share like evergreen old content. And right, so that's right. another thing about Pinterest that's amazing is if you have a lot of evergreen content, which I really try to do just because I'm not organized enough to be completely honest to like <laughs> schedule things that are like timely for the month. Like that's just sure. never going to be me. Um, so I tend to make it very open Right. Like you're going to go through a breakup in June, July, August, (laughs) December, like it's going to happen no matter what. So (laughs) that's what I also really like about it. Like, yes, mental healthiness aside, it's also just like, oh, this is a good, like, this is a good boost. Like this feels good that I'm, this is so passive. I'm not doing anything. I'm reading something I did forever ago. A hundred percent. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Some of our old posts that just get ridiculous amounts of traffic. I'll go back and read them like, did a 12-year-old write this? <laughs> like, yeah. what were oh. we doing in 2014? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I've got somewhere I'm like, this was clearly the first one I ever wrote. <laughs> and that one actually doesn't get much traction even now. So part of me is like, do I take these down? And I'm like, no, people need to see right. like, how bad it can be well, in the like, beginning. You can't re- I mean, you can take it down from your blog, I guess. But broken links, I feel like, are worse than a bad blog post. So Right. Yeah, no, it's long live the mean girls post. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's funny because, and we all do this, but I'm going to call myself out for it. Like, I think we expect sometimes, you know, when we hear about Pinterest strategies or Instagram strategies or YouTube strategies, whatever it may be, and we're wanting to grow on that platform or use it for the first time or whatever, we think that there's just going to be this revolutionary, like secret hack Mm -hmm. that like someone figured out that like, and this is what made me X, Y, Z. And truly, like, it just comes down to, like, being intentional with whatever platform you're going to use, but, like, using your content in a way that gets seen that then leads to sales. Like, it's it's a really simple formula. And so it's inspiring, like, hearing it from you who just, like, went, I mean, I'm serious. We've probably took a break from Pinterest when you started using Pinterest. And so it's, like, it's really nice and, like, no pressure, to hear that like, you know what, you can just dip your toe back in and like the strategies that worked then are still the ones that work now and go for it. I I think that things have changed recently because mine have a bunch of keywords in them. That was the other thing that Melissa Griffin was really big on. She was like, this is a search engine. This is a search engine. I was like, okay. So I had keywords. So like under my pins, it'll say like breakup, self-help, self, blah, 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 right? Like just like millennials, like anything that I thought like, oh, if you like Google, put this coffee. Yeah, exactly. Like if you put this in a search engine, I want my stuff to come up. Like that's how I did it. Yeah, I still have it that way. Like these, I didn't delete my pins at any point or edit them. Like they're still just chugging along. And I see some people are like, oh my God, people are putting like, you know, keyword heavy stuff on my group boards. I think I'm going to be deactivated. And I was like, wait, what? So I don't know if maybe the tide has turned for that stuff, but I'm here to say like nothing dipped on my end. The only time I had a big crash was when, when Board Booster went out of business. And I was like, cool. Sure. Like my whole system. That was what I was using. Yeah, my whole system. <laughs> and of course, like my traffic was like, like nosedive. Yeah. It was wonderful. But when I went back <laughs> on to Tailwind, it's not like I was like, okay, I'm going to start from scratch. It was like, uh-uh. That, right. This took me forever. Because now every blog post that I write since then seven pins get created instantly whenever I publish them. So I didn't want to start over by any means. So I I mean, I could probably be still doing some outdated things. I have not noticed a difference. So I'd be really surprised if I'm being punished for this stuff, if my traffic has continued (laughs) to climb. It's continuing to grow. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm sitting here like 
hmm, we could get our graphics team to just like comb through old posts and like literally like I think we've been sitting on this let's get back into Pinterest for a while thinking it's like gonna take so much strategy and time and like extra efforts from our team but I'm like I think one 30 minute meeting and everyone would know what to do. Oh yeah I mean if I can do it by myself and I have zero expertise in graphic design social like I really don't have expertise in anything again other than like <laughs> right what I was edu- like counseling like that's it and like honestly like now that I do coaching it's like it's even a gray area there like I don't know how to do any of this stuff but that's what's great about it is I think that Pinterest is very user friendly and it's yeah. meant for people who like me who who aren't good at these things and like Canva is also so intuitive yeah. uh, and again like the Pinterest audience for lack of a better word, just isn't very like refined in terms of their taste for Instagram. Like it's too, yeah. Exactly. Which is why I'm like, you know what, Instagram, mm -mm. because people on Instagram Uh expect some good stuff. Like I'm competing with professional photographers. That's so (laughs) not, or like comedians. I am neither. (laughs) I'm neither. I'm not going to be. And that's why I'm kind of like, but Pinterest is like, whatever you got, girl, I'm here for it. Like, give me, give me that, you know, terrible a not yeah. centered, messy yeah. font quote that doesn't even make the sense. The amount of like trash websites that I've opened oh, up yeah. to get a recipe or a self-help or a parenting tip. And I open it and I'm like, oh my God, this is garbage, yeah. but I'm reading the content. Uh-huh. Like I don't care. What but it looks I'm like. going to make that blue cheese dressing from scratch tomorrow. Like, you Absolutely know, I like, <laughs> see so many pins on Tailwind that have like legit spelling errors. Like, like just like, like <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. I have spelling errors in my blogs all the time. Like I at least like once a week have someone being like, eh, you smell this. Wrong. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well you read it. So do you care? I don't care. <laughs> no. And then I see them and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, wait, but I do want to know. <laughs> I still click exactly. on it. I am like, but I love that. It's like the expectations are lower and so more content yeah. gets through. And I just think it's, I don't know, it's more enjoyable. It's more like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be this yeah. big, like, I'm competing with no cool girl table. <laughs> I'm competing with the likes of Bustle and like, I feel great. Like, you know, yeah. it's fine. Whereas on Instagram, like, that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. And like people, the last thing I'll say about this before we move into talk strategy to me, people could give two shits about how many followers you have oh, on no. Pinterest. Oh, no. Like literally no one looks. They don't care how many people you're following or how many followers you have. Oh. Like no one gives They don't even a go to shit. your profile. So, no, no. Like no, they don't care. Truly staying inside of just that search yeah. engine. And so like the only responsibility you have is creating content that people are actually searching yep. for. That's, that's it. That's all you have to it. do. And apparently it doesn't even have to be that good because we still go right. to the sites anyway and we're like, yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty bad. I will go to that word, like clip art, wavy, oh, yeah. like flash website still. Oh yeah. If it's got good content. Oh, yeah. Which I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to hire someone to make these pins. Cause like clearly, like again, my early ones that were, so, I mean, they are, they have like like word art on them. Like they're bad. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Cause I was, I was going after what I saw on yeah. Pinterest and I saw some super professional ones and sure they got some love, but I saw some bad and I was like, let's just try this. I mean, it's yeah. pretty remarkable. And so that's what I, that's why I love to talk about it. Cause it's like anyone can do it. It's not meant, whereas yeah. Instagram, I feel like nowadays you almost have to pay to play or you have to just be super talented in design and photography and all of that. And that again is not yeah. me. So <laughs> yeah. 
There you have it. (laughs) (laughs) Abby, you want to take us into talk strategy? Yeah, I'd love for you to just go back to the very beginning. Like either if you've taken a break or you haven't ever really dived into using it for your business, whether you use Pinterest or not is irrelevant in my mind. What are three to five things I can do in the next week to jumpstart my Pinterest? We'll set up a Canva account. Number one, I would go on Pinterest and I would type in a keyword that you think that you might use. So if you're in the fitness industry, maybe, you know, be like wellness or push-ups or lose weight. (laughs) I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever keyword that resonates with you and just kind of see what's happening. Like do a little bit of research first, meaning like, do the pins look polished? Um, Do the ones that are getting traffic look polished? Like what are the ones that you see that tend to do well? And it's not that you need to copy that, but you just kind of have a sense of like what level you're working. Visually what works. Right. Right. Like for life quotes, I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. Those are messy. Mm -hmm. And so my bar was set very low. I'm I'm assuming recipes nowadays is probably up there. Like those pins are gorgeous with all the cursive feminist writing and the beautiful photos. And like, yeah, I don't really know what to tell you. But if you're not in that space, chances are it's really not that much work. So I would do some research and kind of get a sense of what template you want to make. And then I would create like seven different templates. So on Canva, on the free version, mind you, I've got like seven different designs that are always open. And I literally just go in and delete what was there before and copy paste what what I want to put in. So one of them might be like pink with a white border and white writing. And one might be black with white writing and a pink border. And they all kind of look a little different, but you can tell they're all under the same brand. So I would create those and then go and find seven different snippets. And granted, if, if your business is very photo forward, then you need to put those photos in your pins. But yeah. You know, like life coaching, like again, there's really no photos that are going. <laughs> right. Well, even that's like, do you want me to take a picture of this digital course? Exactly. Like, no, no. Right. And so <laughs> instead, what I'll do is I'll find the quotes or I'll list out the advice on there. Or I'll put the title. And once you kind of get in the groove of things, you understand intuitively what you're going to put onto the pin. Yeah. And not all of them are going to take off. Some of mine still to this day, have, like never seen the light of day because no one clicks on it. Mm-hmm. But like, it costs me nothing to put it out there. Right. And then you know, like maybe that type of pullout or whatever didn't work. Maybe that one didn't work. So maybe I won't do that again. Right. And then from there, I would, I mean, I personally love Tailwind, but you know, everything that Tailwind does for you, you can do yourself manually. You don't have to pay for a third party service. And what's nice about Tailwind too, is that they're an actual Pinterest partner. Right. So yeah. you're not going to get shut down. Bonus. You're not getting shut down. Right. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you've got, you know, you've got your content, you've got your pins now, you know what to put on your pins. You've got the seven different, you know, or six, five, however many you want to do design. And then put them either on Pinterest daily and kind of stage them out, um, or you can schedule them through Tailwind. Um, if you're going to mm-hmm. do Tailwind, the next thing I would do is I would join tribes. Um, I think mm-hmm. I'm in the unlimited version because why not? It works. But you yeah. don't, you know, you don't have to be. I think there are very affordable plans for them. But join some tribes because that's going to expose you to content that's similar to your niche that you can also cross promote and it will help boost your Pinterest profile. So make sure yeah. that you stay on topic. They actually have ways to indicate how much activity there is. They kind of rate the tribes to say, this one's one you really want to do. A lot of people are active in there. There are other tribes I've joined where it's like, has anyone logged into this tribe in the last month? Like, 
<laughs> I'm not going to do this anymore. This is silly. Right. right. And then, you know, kind of find a consistent method for you. So once you feel find a spike in your traffic, which I would also be tracking Google Analytics religiously during this time. Some people find that pinning three times a day is really good for them. Other people find pinning 30 times a day is really good for them. Yeah. I think we're at a happy 10 per day, um, which normally requires me to log on to Tailwind once a week. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. And go to my 10 tribes, pull content that I like. Sometimes if I'm feeling funky, I'll log on to Pinterest and you can actually schedule pins through Tailwind on the Pinterest feed. Um, So that's great too. And then from there, you know, and if you really want to get into it, you're going to probably set up lead magnets, like freebies on the blog post that you're putting onto Pinterest so that you can capture email addresses. Um, You can capture signups. You can kind of start to monetize this. But there are so many experts out there on that that I'll just leave it to them to explain what to do next. But hopefully those few strategies, and it's not a lot, right? We went over what? four or five, ideally, you know, that could really boost your traffic like it did for for me, you know, as a 10 multiplier. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't make a dime, don't you feel great about yourself? I'm just kidding. <laughs> please, <laughs> please make money off of it. Please make money. <laughs> please, please do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that. Thank you for those tips and kind of just that reassurance about you know, easy, feel good strategies. Why don't you let everyone know where they can follow and hang out with you online? Yeah. So obviously you can go to our Pinterest page, even though no one goes to a Pinterest page. No so, maybe don't. so maybe just come in directly to the source. So we're at joinblush.com. I wrote a book recently. So you can grab the book. It's all about conquering your quarter life crisis. So it's not necessarily business ish, you know, per se, but it is about being in crisis in your 20s which is always a good time. Yeah, we (laughs) offer affordable life coaching for, I mean, honestly, women in their 20s, 30s, 40s and beyond. We start out at 79 bucks a month. It's really affordable. It's really fun. It's convenient because of course everything is online, um, which is why we don't have great visuals for Pinterest (laughs) or Instagram, (laughs) right? Uh, Because everyone is like makeup free in their sweatpants, you know, crying their heart out to their amazing blush coach. Um, Yeah. So that's us. So again, joinblush.com. You can come and hang out with us. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.